Hail and hello, everyone. Welcome to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, a Midgard Musings production. Join me, Jesse, your host, as we discuss random heathen-related topics and various other things in an attempt to find where, if any, heathen worldviews can be applied. You can support this podcast by clicking on the Linktree link in the description or show notes. You can also follow me on all of my social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and become a patron on Patreon. Join me every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central on all major podcast streaming platforms, including Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many, many. you wish to have your voice heard on the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, you can dial in to 615-671-9832. Thank you all once again for listening to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast. Enjoy and hail to you all. All right, folks. Hail and welcome back to to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, a Midgard Musings production hope you guys are having a great week and enjoying this extreme heat wave yeah i'm not enjoying it at all one bit um the day that this podcast was uh recorded uh it broke triple digits um as far as the heat index goes um and we shall see what it's like when this podcast airs because they're they're projecting it to just keep on climbing. So when I say I hope you're enjoying the heat, what I mean by that is I hope you're enjoying staying out of the heat and that you're able to have some comfortable, uh, cool temperatures to to chill out in. Um, this is the time of year where I am the most thankful to not have uh, a warehouse job or a job where I'm like out in the elements all day, because uh, this stuff is brutal and it's very, very dangerous. So be sure if you are having to be outdoors and whatever it is that you do, that you're being safe, staying hydrated, protecting and covering up. Um, the sun will get you, man. Uh, it'll, it'll, it'll get you bad. Um, but, you know, don't, don't neglect the things that you need to neglect, but at the same time, uh, be smart about it. So we are back again. I'm about to light this incense as we have become custom to do here. Um, I went really woodsy this week. We've got pine and we've got cedar. Um, these are scents or aromas that are always like my favorite. You know, reminds me of the the north where I'm from, um, and reminds me of winter and those cold months. They're my favorite times of the year. So, you know, the, the piney kind of type, types of, uh, of, of, of incense and resins and stuff are, are like my favorite. So anyway, we got pine and cedar today. Maybe if we burn those, we'll, we'll uh, invoke some or evoke, I guess is whichever one it is. We'll, we'll, we'll 
get some cold, cooler temperatures. I doubt it. That's not really the way this works. But I think we're in it for the long haul, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as far as the, uh, the, the, the heat and all that goes. It's interesting. I noticed this one doesn't produce as much clouds or smoke, I should say. They're not clouds, they're smoke, which is fine. It still smells good. Mm. Yeah, baby. Smells like a smells like a piney campfire, man. It smells like our vey. Wow. Flashbacks. Our vey, meaning like the, the sacred space that our tribe conducts our, you know rituals and stuff in um it's all like cedars and junipers um and we burn a lot of it we burn a lot of the, the deadfall that comes down and is uh is the fuel for our ritual fires so i guess it's the cedar and and, and the piney aromas that are really triggering some nostalgia in me you guys have anything like that you guys have any like aromas tastes sights of course you know, but little things like that, that trigger uh, a memory, you know, sometimes maybe they're good memories. Sometimes maybe they're, you know, not so good memories. I hope they're good memories for you. Um, I remember for the longest time, the aroma of Jim Beam triggered some horrible memories of my, uh, my, my young and crazy days where I um, or drink an excessive amount and get blackout drunk and then not even know where I was the next day or whatever. Those are not some very fond memories. Those are uh, reminders of uh, a, a time past that, you know, you learn from. Um, so maybe, maybe we all have some things that even though they're, they're not the most pleasant of memories, they are uh, reminders of kind of where we come from, you know, and where not to go back to. So that's it. That's today's podcast. I just lit some incense and told you to have happy memories from smells. No, I'm just kidding. We're not, we're not ending it on that note. As a matter of fact, we have a good episode to go into today because we're going to cover a couple of topics, I think. Um, two good topics, um, one of which I've kind of touched on before, but I didn't want to um, go without acknowledging the recommendation from a supporter, a viewer, a subscriber, a friend um, of Midgard Musings and of the podcast. Um, and as you guys are out here listening, watching, however you capture this, and you'll be sure to check the Linktree link that I post in the description, show notes of every of every podcast. You know, um, these done these things are done as a uh, as a labor of love, and I've said this many times before. Um, so if you'd ever feel it so inclined to want to, you know, toss a coin to your witcher or pay the piper, um, Patreon is a great way to do it. You can do that for as little as a dollar a month. Um, it's a recurring monthly subscription thing. Um, it doesn't get you any special perks, but you do get to know that you're helping uh, support my time that I spend doing these things. So they are labors of love and I don't need the money um, to do any of this because I will do this no matter what. Um, but it is nice to know that people have your back and want to see you, you know, um, value the time that that is spent because this is time. This is time that I could be spent doing other things. What I don't know yet, because this is this is what I've got my time spent. My uh, extracurricular time. Speaking of extracurricular activities and things outside 
of the normal work life, home life, what have you. Don't forget this Saturday in Springfield, Tennessee, the Raven Moonhearth Kindred is hosting their annual Sunabloat event. Um, this information for that is going to be shared also in the description and show notes. Um, I've talked about it before and I will be there. I will be there in a very similar ensemble as you see me in now. Casting rooms, reading rooms for a nominal fee. Um, it is going to be a hot one. Um, so I probably won't be dressed hooded for the entire duration of the event. That would be ludicrous. Um, I will be dressed in somewhat traditional garb, um, trying to get into the spirit of it, but a, a summertime garb, you know, trying to keep in, uh, in, keep comfortable. But I'll be outside and burning incense, burning resin, you know, having the runes available to be read for you. So consider coming out this Saturday. Uh, day passes are $20. If you're staying overnight to camp, it's $25, which includes your meal for the next day that is provided by Raven Moonheart. They're going to be cooking or grilling or doing something uh, with food and stuff there, providing for their guests and attendees, um, which is a really awesome gesture and looking really forward to it. You know, um, with all the crazy heat that we're having going on here lately, the uh, projection for Saturday's temperatures is actually going to be a cool 89 87 to 89 degrees, which in comparison to, you know, the upper 90s and 100 degree uh, triple digits, um, that is a significantly lower temperature. So maybe, maybe we'll have some cloud cover. Maybe we'll have some, some nice breezes. But uh, regardless, it is a celebration of the sun. It is, in fact, Suna Blot. Um, so we will be celebrating uh, the, the, the wonder, the, the, the life-giving energy um, of Suna. Um, and it is on the weekend leading up to the summer solstice, which means the days coming after this past this this, this uh, next coming weekend will progressively start to get longer. So we will bloat to Suna and thank her for the blessings of 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 the heat and of the sun and of of the life giving rays and and send her on a warm uh, send her on her warm way as we part, uh, anticipate and prepare for the dark days ahead. So um, what else? Yeah, before we get into the topic of today's discussion, I figured I'd just give you guys some updates on things. I, I've, I've been posting a lot of stuff on the YouTube channel um, that is very much outside of the you know, normal stuff that I, that I even started Midgard Musings for. If you guys are subscribers to the channel, you've probably noticed there's been a lot more uh, instrumental type stuff, you know, uh, shamanic uh, drumming rattles, um, collaborations with Jam Olison over at uh, Fjallvatir workshop um as long as well as some uh little short videos updates on just things that i've had on my mind as i've been doing these uh barefoot nature walks um and it's 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 been a really interesting time and and today's um or i should say um tuesday's update um you know it, it is it's extremely hot so if you're going to be outdoors if you're going to be going to do anything in nature whether it be hikes, walks, you know, working, what have you, you know, be mindful of how much energy you're exerting and, and be hydrated and, and all that fun stuff. But, you know, all I do is I just go on these walks and in most of my walking, uh, you know, path trajectory, whatever is, is in grass and it's mowed grass. So it's not too terribly precarious. And, you know, aside from stepping on a few rocks here and there or whatever, like I'm, I'm, I don't have like the most, I don't have hobbit feet. <laughs> you know, uh, my soles 
the soles of my feet are, are far from uh, built up or callous enough, but I'm doing these like every day um, and, and trying to just get more of that energy from the earth, you know, getting my bare skin, my bare feet touching, grounding into the earth. And when I mean grounding, I mean like really digging in, you know, like walking along the creek banks, the river banks where it's muddy and stuff and getting your feet dirty, getting it in there, man. And I've, I've actually, um, now that, you know, we, we've got a bunch of rain here in uh, middle Tennessee and it flooded the river. Um, and it was, you know, a, a raging river there for a while, real dirty. Um, but it's been several days since it rained last and, and, it, and the water's come back down. So it's a much more um, typical water levels. And it's great to just get out there and walk and wade through the water. And let me tell you, um, doing that barefoot, uh, I, I did this with uh, Patrick, my, my tribesman um, and law speaker. He's, he, he spent uh, some time with me over this past weekend to uh, do some crafting and stuff for, for, for some tribal items of ours, or one main tribal item of ours, something that he contributed to artistically. Uh, but he came over and we went for a walk and then we, you know, waded through the, the river ourselves. And I was telling him afterwards, I was like, it's not that you're like exerting a lot of physical energy to walk through the river that you can really feel. But when you're barefoot and when you're, you know, carefully placing your feet on things that way you don't, you know, slip on a slippery rock or, or step on a, you know, something that's jagged or, or could potentially harm you, like your senses are so heightened, your adrenaline's pumping, you know. You don't want to slip and fall and, and, and all these kinds of things that, I don't know, it, it, like it, it heightens all of those senses and it, and it energizes you even more so. It's super invigorating, man. Um, and so I did that um, today where I went down to the, to the river, uh, river banks um, and just waded out into the water, you know, up to about my knees, knee, knee, knee depth or so. Sat out there for a little bit on this like little island you know as it were um little little dry spot of land that kind of cuts in between a section where the river breaks away and just sat out there and listened to the water um you know just sat on the on the bare ground walked on the bare ground with my bare feet um and i posted an update about the uh the thought that i had was um how, how adversity, how, how tough times, how, how things can really shape us as, in, as human beings, as, as individuals, and that we can prepare for those things in some sort of way. We can do things that, in, in a way, condition us for the tough times ahead, you know? Um, like I said, that uh, steel is hardened by being passed through fire, um, or iron is tested, you know, as, as it passes through fire. And adversity is the thing that breeds worth in all of us. And when those hard times come, when you're faced with things that can really um, challenge your, your faith, even your, your resolve in life, not just your religious views, but your spiritual views, your, you know, uh, I, I've heard so many things from people losing their faith entirely to challenging their faith and challenging their deity or deities. Um, feeling that the, the sacred have abandoned them in some way because of being disheartened or being discouraged. And um, I don't know, it just got, it, it got me thinking, you know, I'm out here walking around. It's like a hundred degrees outside and I'm barefooted walking through the river, walking through the woods 
through the through the trails, you know, leading up to the to the riverbanks. Taking that risk, taking that chance of stepping on something, or or just anyway, like I, I, the risk, you know, the benefits outweigh the risk to me, and uh, you know, being careful, being mindful, and that sort of stuff. But doing the thing, getting hot, you know, feeling that sun beat on me and 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 cause me to sweat and just be uncomfortable and you know, walking through the river and feeling the, the sharp rocks touch my feet, you know, slipping a little bit, trying to catch my balance, you know, and, and just doing those things where, you know, an average person might be like, looking at you sideways going, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, you know, this is as much of a healing thing as it is for me, a preparatory thing. I'm preparing myself, I'm conditioning myself, I'm passing myself through uh, the fire, as it were, to whatever extent. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that walking around in the sun is 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 a trial by fire, although in these temperatures it can be. Um, but what I am saying is that do something, do something that challenges you, that pushes you to your limit, and then when you reach that limit, maybe push a little bit beyond. Don't be stupid. Don't be a rec- don't be reckless. Don't be an idiot. Um, but try those things, and wouldn't you know it? I posted it, and I get I, I see a comment on one of my posts from a guy, um, Tyler David. Bosquez, David T. Bosquez, he's uh he's written a lot of poetry for for Matt Petrie at Odin's Beard Woodworking. And he's he's been featured on the channel once before in in, in a live. We got we had like a, a big room, a virtual room where everybody kind of joined in on a Zoom and we streamed live for a bit. But yeah, he he uh he he posted a comment. He's like, Yeah, I would, but it's just, it's it's like in the 90s here. And I said, Well, I mean, I was outside and it was like hundred degrees, and I and I did this his response was okay i'll do it but i'm not gonna like it or i'm gonna complain or, you know all the way and i was like hey nobody told you in a direct way i mean i kind of made like a i guess a general statement of hey go out there and push yourself go push yourself to your limits but he took that as a challenge or he took that as he took that as a call to action and he did it he posted a little video tagged me in it and i'm like isn't that great isn't that great to see that something that, you know, we say, something that we do, it's not just saying it, it's like showing it as an example. Like I can sit here and talk to you about how great, you know, drinking scotch is. And if I'm never sitting here with a glass in my hand drinking it, then you might question what the hell I'm even talking about, right? But when I can sit here and describe the the, the flavors, the notes, the you know, how, what, what you get on the nose, what it's, what the, what the back end flavors are and all this. It's like, oh, okay, well now that he's, you know, he's doing the thing and he's, so it's, you know, same kind of way. And I just use that as an example because it's literally the front thing in front of my face that I'm, that I'm staring at. But instead of being like, yeah, you guys should do this because I think it's a good idea and it's scientifically proven and whatever, I'm out here doing it and I'm feeling it myself. And I'm like, why not share this with people? Why not share this with uh, folks to, to give them some inspiration and the inspiration may be happening unbeknownst to me. I mean, there may be people out here that take what I say and, you know, find inspiration in it um, and don't post about it. And, and that's, that's great. I mean, nobody's telling you to, that's, it's your prerogative, but the fact that, you know, David did that was um, really touching, you know? So David, thank you um, for David, Tyler. We're in the South. I can't remember which it is, but you know, who you are just the boss kids. Thank you for your, um, gesture of, of and 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 good on you man like good on you for for being uh 
for feeling that motivation, you know, and being motivated to go out and do something, you know, and that's where it starts, you know, wherever you are, wherever you're at, no matter what it is. Uh, if you're not where you want to be, then the only way to get to where you want to be is to take that first step. You know, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm also not where I was, you know, um, about a week and a half ago. Well, heck, I wasn't even where I was a week ago, you know, as far as like my, my, my weight, my, my health, my mental health, my just everything, I, you know, I want to achieve a goal and keeping your eye on the prize, focusing on that, being dedicated, being disciplined enough to do that. You know, this is a great way of honoring our ancestors because it took that very thing. It took those types of things for our ancestors to survive. You know, it took motivation, it took dedication, it took discipline. Um, and so when we do these things, you know, we're not just, we're not just healing ourselves. We're not just doing good for ourselves in the now. We are honoring our ancestors. We are doing things that honor their struggle and their legacy that they left behind. We are feeding from the well, right? We, we, are, we are pulling up from, from the layers of Orlog, the primal layers of, of luck that have been left down for us. And we're using that to grow our own luck and to, and to add more layers to the well. And then for our descendants down the road, when we become ancestors, for them to, to pull strength from. So you see, it's, it's, it's very holistic and it's a, it's, it's a wonderful thing to be a part of. So if you haven't yet, you know, and you're wondering uh, what the heck we're talking about, just take a moment. It doesn't have to be a very long walk, but just get outside and put your feet in the ground, put your feet in the grass, put your feet in the dirt, get dirty, get sweaty, you know, and just and feel what it's like to exert some energy and, 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 and then push yourself past your comfort zone. We are amazing creatures, human beings. And we are capable of so much more than we give ourselves credit for. But all right, that's enough of the um, inspirational woo-woo type stuff. Maybe not even woo-woo, but it's uh, move on to the topic of discussion for today our topics of discussion for today. So um, the first one is uh, going to be on a post that I made some, some weeks ago. Um, and it was, you know, like a call to, to folks say, hey, you know, what do you want me to talk about here on the podcast? Or what are some things that we could talk about? What are some things that we could ramble on about? Um, we got some really great suggestions, and one of them is from Corey. Corey T. I'll just, uh, for the sake of uh, you know people's identities and, and keeping people safe, we'll just say Corey T. So Corey wants us to talk about um, the topic of dealing with relatives or friends asking us to participate in something which is mainly consi considered. A secular thing so for instance he's talking about being asked to be a, a godparent or standing in a wedding um and he says chaplain in a hospital um so i you know i think that what i'm understanding at least from the nature of the question or the nature of the statement is to talk about um how do we deal with these things that are, that are mainly secular, that are not religious, that don't necessarily have any um, 
religious or spiritual backgrounds. And, you know, I, I've even talked on this podcast enough, um, or, or if they are religious, that they are something separate from, from heathenry, from, from, from pagan practices, pagan religion, religious practices, you know. And I've talked about this on this podcast before um, with the challenges that we can face um, of dealing with family members and friends that are of opposing beliefs. Um, I have very close friends and, and people that I would consider brother, you know, to me, kin to me um, of, of, of opposing religious beliefs. And it's never been a thing that has stopped us from developing a deep and, and rooted bond with each other. Um, the religion doesn't, the religion is not the thing that prevents people from having meaningful relationships. Because if it were, uh, I wouldn't have half the friends that I've had and, and still have. So I've talked about that, you know, I've talked about um, dealing with spouses or being in relationships with people of, of opposing religions or doing things like that. So this seems a much like, and, and those are some pretty, you know, delicate and, and even challenging scenarios to, to navigate through, right? Um, because of so many variables that can take place in, in, in all of those types of things. This seems to be a very uh, rudimentary, easier response, just based on the fact that we're talking about things that are secular, they are what they are, regardless of your religion and, and regardless of what your beliefs and, and all that are. So let's just use some examples, right? Now, the godparent thing, that is a, a religious, uh, or at least has its, has its um, connotations, roots, or maybe not roots, but you're not going to ask somebody to be a godparent to someone unless you were uh, intertwined somehow into the Catholic faith. faith. At least not so much as I've heard. Um, I could be wrong with that, but I think that being godparents is 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 a strictly uh, Catholic thing. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, but it's for some reason it sticks in my mind that it's just a Catholic thing. So I don't know. You know, let's say I had, and I'll just use myself as an example, and then you guys can assimilate. You know, however you want to about it with your own uh, beliefs or your own approach to things. But if I were to be asked by somebody of my family, and I don't have any family that are Catholics, but if I did, you know, and there was a, a request of me to be that child's, uh, that child's godparent. First of all, you're going to ask me to be a godfather. Then I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to swell my lip out like this. And I'm going to tell you, you've just made me an offer that I couldn't refuse. Not going to do that. But um, <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would look at the gesture. I would, I would consider the gesture as being something, of, of a very, something, something very meaningful, right? You don't just wake up one morning, look through you know, your Facebook feed or, or, or swipe on, on a social media app and be like, all right, who do I want to be my godfather today right like that's a really important position to to carry so that's an important responsibility and it carries with it i think uh you know senses of obligation um but i think that because of that because of the importance behind it i would feel very honored you know 
And I would just want to know, I guess, you know, without knowing the specifics behind it, I mean, is it just, you know, I'm your legal guardian? I mean, what are some, what are some of the quote unquote requirements? I mean, am I going to have to do anything specific? Like, I get, you know, I would, I would consider that. And as long as it doesn't do anything to damage my experience with my, my religion, right? How I, how I experience life with the gods and the Vatir and, and my ancestors and all that. Uh, then for sure I would accept. I mean, it, it doesn't hurt. If anything, it, it, it allows us to, especially for something like this, right? I mean, be the godparent of, 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 of somebody's child. Um, adoption was a very commonplace thing in, in Germanic society in, in pre-Christian times. And it's been a very obviously common thing in many cultures. It's not just isolated to Germanic culture. But adoption was a thing that... Um, you know, when, when you were adopted into a family, you were a part of that family. You became part of that family. That was your family. And all of the luck um, and all of the, the things that that family benefited from now became available to you through, again, this whole thing we talked about before, the, 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 the concept of weird and orlog and all these things. So in that way, you know, to be, to be, asked to be someone's godparent i would consider that in my acceptance or 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 um decline of of the offer right because who am i tying myself to what am i um what am i bonding myself with who am i bonding myself with how is it going to you know perpetuate and and extend and and manifest well for my luck so there's that thing to consider um but you know it, it doesn't uh it doesn't something like that wouldn't be the, be a thing that that harms or hurts i uh, not that i know of anyway your your experience and your relationship with the gods you know what i mean because first of all the gods aren't going to be up there being like oh no you know jesse's over here you know becoming the god parent oh you know that's a christian thing we don't like him now they don't care <laughs> you know what i mean and they're the ones that people seem to be cared about the most what are the gods going to say are they going to be mad at me am i you know am i am i betraying the gods are they are they going to you know withdraw themselves from my life and these sorts of things the vatir and, and our ancestors and those are the those are the you know the spiritual relationships that we have um of of the beings that exist near and around us that's what i'm more concerned about you know what am i going to do that's going to um be good for for my relationships with them since i share space with them you know the gods are on their level and yes, I do things um, with myself and with my tribe to get the gods' attention, to appease the gods, or to appeal to the gods, even um, in in times when and when when it is appropriate. Um, and but you know, being someone's godparent doesn't hurt my relationship with the gods in that sort of way. I think, if anything, limiting myself to uh, reasons of of not accepting it because it's not a it's it's not a heathen thing it's a christian thing or it's a catholic thing you know if i were to limit myself based on that and and not look at the overall picture then i think i would be doing more damage by not you know becoming a, a godparent to to somebody if, if if the situation called for it and, and it was right and it was good for the, for the situation you know for for all parties involved um you know, and some of the other examples that Corey gives, right, standing in a wedding, just chaplain in a hospital, I'm assuming, you know, um, maybe funerals can also be uh, 
tossed into there. Baptisms. I'm going to throw baptisms in there because that is a very specific religious uh, experience, you know, that, or that, that is a very specific ritual uh, of, of the Christian religion. And I do say ritual because it is very, it is a ritual. Um, I had the opportunity to attend my niece's uh, baptism a couple of months ago. Um, and yeah, I, I went to church, you know, and guess what? I didn't burst into flames and, 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 the, and the Christians there didn't try to burn me, you know, at the stake. They didn't try to throw me out, whatever. They didn't try to kill me there in the, at the altar. It was, <laughs> it was really nice. It was, it was a nice experience to be a part of. Um, and, and just seeing the, actually learn some things, you know what I mean? Like you can learn something, you can learn anything from anywhere. It's, you know, wisdom is wisdom, regardless of where it comes from. Um, and the reason I did it is because of the amount of connection that I have with my niece through my wife um, and how much of a bond I've, I've established with my niece, you know, she's not going to remember her own baptism because she's less than a year old. Right. But she's going to have video. She's going to have a memory. She's going to have something to look back on pictures of herself as an infant, right. Later on down the line, she's going to have pictures of that. And she's going to see pictures with, her, her aunt and her uncle, my wife and I, and, you know, she's not going to see pictures with other people who weren't there that were, or should have been there, you know, and when I, when I think about the impact that that has, when I think about what it means to somebody to know that they had a person in their life that cared enough for them from such a young age, to want to be there, to be a positive presence and a positive influence in their life, you know, um, that is some really strong luck to lay down, boy, that is some really strong, you know, it, it, it goes into your, 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 your frame, you know, your reputation. I think it goes into a lot of things. Um, your main, you know, the, the might, the kind of the power that you have that, that, that gets built on or, uh, over time and, and through, through, through certain deeds and through certain actions. You know, you just, it's leveling up, man. Like, right. So, you know, standing at a, in a wedding, you know, you've been asked by someone of whether it's the groom or the bride, you've been asked of someone on their very, very special and important day to be not just an attendee, but to be an honored member of their wedding party. Right. And to stand with them at their wedding, you know? Um, so I think every situation is different. You know what I mean? Sometimes a situation might be like, Hey, you know, this is a totally irrational thing to be doing. This is not a cause for celebration. I, I, I 100% do not support this. I don't think that stuff like that, those, those situations don't, uh, or they might have, you know, religious purpose and reasoning behind the decision-making. Um, but, you know, be careful of it. I think, you know, be, be aware that, that sort of thing can perhaps cloud your vision and, 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 uh, you know, keep you from thinking rationally and logically. If, 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 you, if all you're thinking about is, you know, the gods and, and, and stuff that aren't here present with us, you know, if you want to think about anything is, you know, what would, uh, you know, how, how well does this reflect on my luck and, and how much, how much does, how well does this reflect on, um my ancestors and then what would they 
uh, you know, would they be pleased? Am I, am I honoring their legacy? That sort of thing. Those are, those are honestly a lot of what I'd look at. Um, it's, it's, it's not what, what my ancestors would think because I mean, it's better to do things whether it's right or wrong than to not do things. So at some point in time, you know, you're going to do things that your ancestors are going to be going, what did you just do? Right. But at least you did something. So I, you know, I don't know. I think it's a mix of, of doing something that I know or I think my ancestors would be proud of um, and that I am honoring their, their life and their legacy. Um, but also then that I'm doing is that what am I doing now? That's going to, you know, uh, set me up good later on and, and, and add good luck to the well now. So I hope that that's where the question or where the topic was meant to go, uh, Corey. And if it wasn't, maybe feel free to DM me or, or shoot me an email um, or call into the Midgard Musings hotline, 615-671-9832, in case I miss something or in case I... Um, but that's where I saw that that comment coming from, you know, and that's that's what I thought of when 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 you wrote it. So I hope that answers it and I hope that it's worth uh, all your time to consider. Um, the other topic that I did want to briefly touch on um, before we wrap this up, though, is another uh, supporter, Luke, Luke H. Uh, so thank you, Luke, who says, is there such a thing as a gratitude bloat? how to say thank you to the gods rather than requesting things of them. And this one I thought was very interesting because um, there's differences between bloat and uh, what might be called a feigning or an offering. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's, there's very, there, there's significant differences to what those things are. Um, but they are often just lumped into the being the same thing. Oh, you know, going to, I've even, I even said it on the podcast before, you know, for soon a bloat, you know, there's going to be bloat. There's going to be a bloat. Um, I don't think that bloat is going to be done in the historically uh, accurate sense. I don't think that there's going to be animal blood um, used um, in, in an animal sacrifice and that sort of thing for, for this event. It hasn't in the past, so I, I don't think so. Um, so what what makes a bloat a bloat is is the uh, is is the presence of blood, and there's a whole debate on on that amongst various heathens and, and such. But from what I understand, from what I know, from what I've researched, is that bloat, in the historical sense, was held um, to the gods at very specific times for specific events and for specific reasons, doing very specific things. Now gifting to the gods uh, off, you know feignings the, the offerings that sort of thing things that don't consist of animals it could be libations it could be smoke fire as as a means of sending the uh the gift and that sort of thing um time study the our, our time is valuable right so gifting of our time to 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 achieve something you know uh, with, with no well not even to achieve it but just to gift it right here I'm, I'm giving you my time and, and and you don't have to pay me back for it it's a gift whatever um these types of things are to be uh that that's really mostly where it's at right the, the bloat thing like yes they are they are sacrifices to the gods to um hope for better things or to or to um pray for those things or you know a bloat to victory a bloat to 
you know, uh, the gods for uh, a good harvest uh, or for success and victory in battle and all these other things that we read about in the, so the sagas and the sources. But just a feigning, a gift, uh, an offering, that's more of what happens, I think, especially at like the hearth and individual uh, home level, like hearth cult level is, is, you know, those things are gestures of gratitude. Those things are gifts to say thank you. Thank you for, you know, your presence in my life. Thank you for my success in life. Thank you for my home. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my wealth, whatever it is, right? I mean, I think that most of the time, if we're talking about percentages or, or whatever, I think the percentage of time that people talk about gift, giving to the gods, offering to the gods, bloat to the gods, is really just a gift to the gods to be thankful, right, for, for things and to, and to show that gratitude by, you know, pouring out some mead, some, some nice whiskey, you know, burning uh, a home-cooked meal or leaving fresh fruits and vegetables out to the Vaitir. You know, those are gifts. Those are gestures um, of, that engage us in the gifting cycle, reciprocation, which is one of, if not the most important things about being pagan in a lot of different practices, but Germanic paganism, Nordic paganism, especially the gifting cycle, the gift exchange, reciprocity is a big part of our spirituality and religious practices because a gift seeks a gift. You know, we, we gift or in thanks, we gift in hopes of returning uh, or having that gift returned back to us. And that's what we understand it to be is we, we do not enter into that exchange with any less than an expectation that something is going to come back to me, you know? So yes, it is a way of asking for something, I think, or hoping for something, but it's also done, I think, mainly out of the heart of it all is to be thankful, be gracious and, and, and show gratitude. Um, so, you know, as far as like the actual question goes, if, if I were to read that again, and he says, is there such a thing as gratitude bloat? That's a feigning, man, man. That, like, that's, a, that's a gift. Um, bloat is, is for, again, very specific reasons at very specific times, doing very specific things. Um, and, you know, one could say that that, that, that was done in the, the, the spirit of gratitude, right? Out of thanks. Thank you, Odin, for giving us victory in the last raid. You know, we, we now sacrifice this, whatever it was to you, um, for victory in the future, you know, thank you, Freyr, for the bountiful harvest of summer and, 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 and uh, allowing us to, you know, reap the fields in, in bounty. And now we are thankful and we give to you in our time of, um, you know, the, the, the harvest season, you know, to, 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 to bless our crops, you know. So there's, I don't know, there's absolutely gratitude bloat if you want to call it that but i mean it's 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 feigning it's it's, it's offering gifts um to receive gifts in return and then once you in, once you you know enter into that gifting cycle um it's it's you don't it doesn't stop you don't let it stop you know it's and it's a beautiful thing to be tuned into that knowing that that's how the universe around us works. 
reciprocity is 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 it's cyclical and we live on a freaking sphere in the middle of this vast emptiness of nothingness that is only growing exponentially into more nothingness so the nothingness is expanding into more nothingness you know make sense of that and here we are making a ripple and making change doing things engaging with sacred beings and, and spirits around us because that's what we are we are we are sacred beings we are or we have that level of sacredness within us we have that sacred and divine inspiration through the older uh or i think it is it's in, uh, it's or yeah or that that sacred divine inspiration that was one of the things that in the creation myth and nordic paganism is you know odin vili and ve in part three different things to to mankind and one of those things is is that divine breath that divine inspiration the cognitive abilities and such so yeah absolutely there is um and the more you engage in it now you know i guess it's it's to be considered that you know it's better not to gift much or anything than to gift you know too often or too much so there's a balance there there's there's modesty there there there's you know you got to be everything in moderation right but uh yeah it's 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 definitely definitely a thing there is such a thing as that luke you know and then find that place find that opportunity to do it um and there's nothing, there's nothing to be formal you know um uh, i have gifted things randomly to people just because and i've had things gifted randomly to me just because you know and that's very refreshing it's very nice and and, and it re and it secures something you know that first step that that step to to just randomly gift to someone out of thanks hey appreciate what you do here's you know here's something to show my gratitude what does it do for you as a human being what does it do for you as an individual right it really like wakes you up and goes wow that made me feel really good and i want to go do that for him or her or them you know uh, or and, and and keep that thing going because if it made me feel good it's going to make them feel good same kind of thing you know Yes, the gods are the gods, and they are uh, they are sacred and they are divine, and yet they have they have made themselves accessible to us, you know. And and when we do certain things, you know, no matter whether we are in the profane and they are in the sacred realms, you know, when we connect and when we're able to share moments with each other, I I I, I can't help but think that as special of the moment as it is for us to feel that it is special in a way for them to feel our presence with them. You know, some people may not think about that. They may put the gods too far up above humanity and mankind, which is fair. They, again, they are, they are sacred. They are gods. They have the powers. They have, they have things that are not the same as, as what we do. And we have powers as well. We have things that we can do. And, you know, not to, not to, again, compare ourselves to the gods, as it were, but I can't help but think that there are times when uh, the, the exchanges that are done between the profane and the sacred leave an impact on both sides of the veil, as it were, you know?
So, um, yeah, man, I hope that that a lot of different things that we talked about on, on today's podcast, and we still got plenty of other things, uh, to talk about in the next, uh, few episodes and stuff, um, of, of, of season three going to be, I think, hmm, I haven't decided yet how I'm going to break up the season. I'm, I'm thinking of doing it summer and winter, right? <laughs> winter and summer. But uh, since that's the kind of, that's the Nordic thing to do, right? They had, they didn't have four seasons. They had, they had winter and not winter. Um, and that seems like what it's been like here in Tennessee. There's, you know, we really didn't go from winter to spring to summer. It was like, okay, it's winter and then it's summer and then half, half winter. And then now it's full summer. Now it's really summer, summer. And then we'll you know, probably have this on and off until about November when it gets cold again. <laughs> So I don't know. But anyway, the rambling on now into things that don't matter to you folks out here, regardless of what season, what episode, we're going to keep doing this thing um, and try to maybe bring on some more guests. I know I keep saying that and I've talked about having you know, dingo on here. Um, we're just not there yet. We're just not there yet. Um, but I hope you guys have been enjoying these podcasts. I hope you've been enjoying the, the other content that I've been posting on the, on the YouTube channel. Um, don't forget it. If you do like what you see and hear that giving that video or that episode or whatever, a thumbs up, favoriting it, sharing it around, engaging with it, letting the algorithm know that this isn't of interest to you, um, does a lot of good and it helps, you know, grow this, this podcast and, and, and add to this, uh, audience and virtual family as it were. Um, so I do want to thank all of you for attending uh, today's premiere and for all the listeners all over the world um thank you so much special thanks to uh janet king and m darby on patreon for continuing to be um, uh, a yarl and chieftain tier patron if you guys want to know more about that and see what the perks are that you get through patreon once again the link tree link that's posted at the in the description and show notes of all these podcasts will give you the uh available to you know it, it'll give you the option to click on that patreon link along with other things you know social media merchandise um, donations the works all right so check it all out when you have time i hope to see you at soon and bloat here in a couple of days if you're in the area um i will definitely try to see about maybe shooting some content while we're there don't know if i'll have enough service to go live but i'll definitely do my best to maybe film some content and talk to some people and, and get some uh get some faces um here on the not the podcast but the the youtube channel so we'll see we'll see how it all will work out um but in the meantime thank you to you all hail to you all and until we see each other again may the gods continue to look upon you and notice you and may your ancestors always walk with you and smile upon you thank you all